And I said, you know what? Like I am in charge of how I do life and the things that I can control, right? Not, and I'm not talking like control freak here. I'm talking like just, just the daily things, whether it's, you know, chores and responsibilities at home, my relationships, the way that I show up as a mom, the way that I show up as a businesswoman, all the areas, right? I'm in charge of that and I have to take responsibility for it. And once I decided to take responsibility for that, that's when things started to shift. That's when things started to change in my life. Hi, I'm Victoria Dumay, host and founder of Fueled by Gratitude podcast. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. The Fueled by Gratitude podcast has the pleasure of interviewing and having raw, authentic conversations with amazing guest speakers who are entrepreneurs, coaches, business professionals, and just everyday amazing human beings. Each individual is here to share their testimonies and principles to living a life in which you are not just surviving, but a life in which you are thriving in. Enjoy today's episode with my dear friend, Sarah Jimenez. Sarah is a ULA life ambassador and life coach, and she recently just created a podcast that she's going to share with you guys more about that is all about helping women create balance in their busy lives. Her desire is to help moms just rediscover themselves again outside of motherhood so that they can fulfill every calling that God has planned. Enjoy today's episode with Sarah Jimenez. All right, welcome to another episode on the Field by Gratitude podcast. I have a very dear friend who is my guest today, Sarah Jimenez. She is a life coach, ULA Life Ambassador. And don't worry, we're going to talk more about what ULA Life is all about. She's a working mom and entrepreneur and now the host of the Beautiful Shift podcast. And if you're a mom, mompreneur, wife, you will definitely want to listen to this and plug into her podcast. Now I have her on here today because I just love what she's doing. I love what she's representing. I think that what she is on a mission to do is something that is very much needed in the, the world today for women and for moms. And again, mom, working moms, because we all need sources of transformational tools and you know, coaches and you know, inspirational messages. And I know that Sarah is on that mission and she's doing just that. So I had to have her on the podcast and have another raw, authentic conversation with a powerhouse, beautiful woman and soul. And so welcome to the podcast, Sarah. I'm so excited to have you. And I can't wait for you to expand a little bit more about who you are, your journey and what you're up to now. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Well, thank you for that intro. Oh my goodness. I'm like, oh girl, you got me all pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, your recent, you know, uh, journey with being a life coach, a little bit about Ula. And then of course we want to spend a little time of your new podcast. I'm super excited to, um, to let them know about some of the episodes that they have to listen to and check out, but tell us, tell us, tell us today a little bit more about you. Well, so just to kind of give you the general synopsis, I'm a mom of one. I have a three-year-old son named Roman. Um, I'm married to an amazing husband. And let's just say, just like probably most of the people listening, very, very busy individual, um, very driven and 
what I found, and this is kind of what started my journey with like life coaching and getting certified and kind of going through that process myself was after I had my son. So I actually work at Costco part-time. Once I had my son, I stepped onto part-time. I got out of leadership and management because I wanted to be able to be present and be the mom that I've always wanted to be. And what happened was I actually picked up a side business after I had my son. But then I also realized about a year, probably between a year and a year and a half in, I had kind of like lost myself. So I had kind of, um, I guess, forgot, you know, like to give myself a little bit more attention on figuring out like, okay, you know, I have a calling on my life. And yes, I'm a mother now. And that's a part of it. But that's not the only thing. And so I started to seek out uh, coaches and started to like, look into different things to just improve my mindset and my, all the, you know, emotional health, mental health, spiritual health. And it was one of those, ugh, it's been such an amazing ride, but I realized I had taken on this identity of just being that hot mess mom. And not that that's, I never want to, I, I want to make sure everybody knows it. I'm not saying that in a negative context, but for me, taking on that identity of being a hot mess mom was just not good for me. It didn't serve me. It wasn't who I am. I didn't feel good about it. It was one of those things where it gave me that out and that excuse to just kind of do the things, you know, and not really have those habits or systems in place and not work towards the dreams and desires that I had for my life and the things that I wanted to work for that I was that I've been called to do. Um, and so for me having that realization and then, you know, going through ULA and then getting certified, like I just started to grow this passion for wanting to help other moms in that season of that first couple of years of becoming a mother and helping them create habits and systems. I, I joke and I'm like, you know what? I feel like I've, be I've become this habit and system ninja. Like that is literally like such a big passion of mine now. And just building that confidence as, you know, a mother and a woman and being able to not only be a present and amazing, incredible parent to your children or child, but also working towards your dreams and desires in life and what God's called you for. I love that so much. And so much of what you just said, I know is kind of, it's, I'm, I'm sure is ringing and resonating with a lot of women that are listening to. I know a lot of the listeners of this podcast are moms themselves. And I've had, you know, interviews here before with moms that they, they say a lot of the similar things that we all feel like, you know, you lose, you tend to forget all about who you were or who the things you wanted to do when you become a mom and a wife and the, you know, what I've seen shirts, shirts say like chaos manager, <laughs> you know, like yeah. we do become these chaos managers. And I love how you brought up the fact that you didn't want to identify anymore with the hot mess mom. And culturally it's become like this, like socially accepted title that moms take on. And we yeah. don't know, we don't realize that what that is doing is that it's allowing to, it's allowing this perpetuation of hot mess, you know, and who, mm -hmm. who really does want to keep perpetuating a hot mess mom life, you know, like I know I don't, and we have to be careful with what we identify with, even if it's in a joking manner, I actually have a chapter, a section in my book where I mentioned like, be careful, um, what you even joke about because yeah. your subconscious mind is listening to that. And unknowingly you're just accepting that part of that identity. And if you don't want to accept that, like, be careful. So I love that you said that, that you, that 
you didn't want to be a hot mess mom, even if it's something that people laugh about or joke about, or even it's, it's like accepted, you'd start to become part of a group of moms that are all hot mess moms. Well, what if we, you know, take a stand for that? And I see that's what you're doing. So I love that. So I know we both mentioned that you're an ULA. We brought up the word ULA. You're an ULA life ambassador, life coach. I love the ULA programs and systems, the book. I'm also a ULA life ambassador as well. Can you share a little bit about like the ULA, you know, life coaching and what, you know, you've learned from that and how that is integrating in your coaching and, and what you're doing in your podcast? Yeah. So with ULA, just for somebody who may not know what it is. So basically their whole mission with ULA was created by these two, two guys. And, you know, you'll have to go read the book. You'll have to look it up. It's, it's so amazing. And it's such an um, impactful story with how it began for sure. And, you know, Victoria, like, you know, all about that too. In fact, I think it was through you that I actually found <laughs> ULA, right? Yes. <laughs> Isn't yes, that yes. funny? That's so funny. Um, so it focuses on seven different areas of your life and finding balance in those areas. So faith, family, fun, fitness, finance, friends, and field, which is like your career or what you do for work. So of course they're all F. So what a tongue twister, right? Um, but what yeah. I love, what I love about this, and I think that's why I fell in love with um, this, what they've created with it is if you really look at these seven different areas and you sit down and you just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> if you sit with the seven areas of the seven Fs, you'll realize, yes. I mean, I know when I sat with them, you can see where you are in the balance of those areas of life, right? Yes. And I think that it's what they teach is part of it's just evaluating that. So you want to go yeah. through and evaluate kind of where you're at and their whole system and process um, they have like a three week crash course program. And then like a 10 week program where you literally dissect every single area and you kind of rate yourself based on some pretty general questions. And then what you do is you actually start mapping out different goals in each area. So at the end, once you're done, you actually have these 21 goals that you've set for improvement in all of those seven different areas. And then you narrow that down to seven, and then you narrow that down to one. And now you have a focus for the next year on that one thing that you want to accomplish and achieve that's going to help bring balance into your life. But you also have those seven that you're slowly working towards as well. So it, it just gives you this amazing and beautiful system of saying like, you know, okay, this is where I'm at and I want to improve in X, Y, and Z. I'm strong in this area, but I'm weaker in this area, but I, you know, we still want to improve no matter how strong we are and maybe our family or faith fun, whatever. But it's a matter of evaluating it first to see where you're at. So, you know, cause how do you know what kind of goal you're going to create or what, or how you want to improve if you don't actually know where you're at, you know? And I think that's so crucial to this process. Um, so, and then faith, of course, being a big part of it, you know, a lot of coaching programs out there, it's like, you know, faith is sometimes is incorporated into it, but that's a big piece of my life. And so I resonated so much with that. So therefore, you know, going through the whole process and mapping this out and kind of living my life and making my goals from these seven different areas now has like dramatically just changed so much of everything that's happened since becoming a mother. And, you know, cause I found it when my son was probably almost 
yeah, between like a year and a half and two years. So this is kind of what I've been working on and what I like live by. And it's just changed my life in so many ways. I love that. So you're also a life coach. Obviously we mentioned that, but I, so your coaching will help um, women kind of create, right? You help them create this type of balance using these systems, right? Yes. So part of why I started my podcast, The Beautiful Shift. Um, so first of all, the title, the reason it was, I felt like this was just the perfect title is because when we step into motherhood and when we step into being a parent, you know, it's this beautiful journey, right? It, it's hard. I'm not saying it's not hard, mm-hmm. but it's, it can be such a beautiful journey, but we have to shift. There's different things and aspects within becoming responsible now for this human being, right? That we have to change and we have to adjust and pivot, but it doesn't mean we have to just give up everything. It's just a matter of shifting things and adjust, adjusting, right? So that's henceforth the beautiful shift. And basically what I teach through this podcast is I, my focus is to confidently create balance through systems and habits for moms. So I want to help moms work on the mindset piece. We work on habits and systems that are going to fit and integrate into your lifestyle. And depending on, you know, cause everybody's different, right? Everybody has, you know, you may have a, a one-year-old is going to be different than how you do things when they're three, right. And everything in between. And then also that confidence piece and building that up to where, and realizing how important that confidence piece can be into working with your mindset and making those habits and systems, like they all tie in together and they're all so important. So that's kind of the focus of what happened with the beautiful shift. And I use the framework and the seven areas to kind of slide in there so that we have a base of what we're working towards and what pieces we're focused on. Oh my goodness. I love it. That's like genius. I'm telling you ladies, if your mom, if, I mean, just anybody could use this, this isn't just for moms, I'm sure, but I know that this is this is just such a challenge in in life for most people, and I, I just love what you're doing. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. You, I subscribe to your podcast. I am a podcaster, and not just because I host one, but I'm obsessed with podcasts. Like it's oh, part yeah. of my daily life. I listen to at least one to two a day, <laughs> um, and so I'm super excited to get you into that that playlist and learn some of the things that you're teaching. And let me go ahead and plug you in as well that you're going to be a speaker and the very first field by gratitude retreat in Orlando, Florida. So uh, if you're listening and you want to have an in-person, amazing women empowerment, you know, gratitude retreat, we're calling it the gratitude retreat because I believe that's the energy of everything, but we're literally just going to have resources and speakers there that are going to teach on all of this, these concepts that Sarah is mentioning and Sarah herself will be a, um, a speaker. And so I just wanted to plug that in. Why not mention that as well? Oh my so God. I'm so excited for it too. Yes, me too. So there are two episodes that I wrote down and I know there's plenty more. I feel like people need to go in and start with right away, setting boundaries, which is episode number 12, and then the getting uncomfortable. I know there's a longer t- title there. Episode number Five, I think you mentioned. And I love that you did one on boundaries because I think most people are very confused about like, what is boundaries? Like, what does that even mean? I remember when I, you know, used to do, well, I still do one-on-one coaching. Um, but one of my clients, when I started doing one-on-one coaching with her, 
she was just very like confused, like what boundaries, what is that? And I was like, what, what do you mean? You've never heard of this. And then, so then I realized that a lot of people have never even heard of this concept. So maybe they have, maybe they heard here in passing, maybe they saw a quote on it. Um, but I, I don't think it's taught enough. And I think that it is, it is a very confusing concept. It's like, what does boundaries mean? But for those of us who know what boundaries are, we probably couldn't even imagine our lives without boundaries. So can you explain a little bit about that episode without giving it all away? And obviously if you're listening right now, you wanna go and listen to this episode, highly encourage you to start um, setting boundaries, but like, why did you do an episode on boundaries? Like what what is your um, take on boundaries and how someone can start that? Well, I think what inspired that one was obviously I've had to integrate boundaries into my own life. And what's unique about that episode is a lot of times, I think, like you said, we hear about what boundaries, setting boundaries, right? But usually we, people are always talking about setting boundaries with other people in your life. What I talk about in that episode is about setting boundaries with yourself, And I think that people forget, you know, I think that it's one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, I can set a boundary for somebody else, maybe a toxic person in my life. Like I need to make sure that I'm not being affected, but what kind of boundaries do you have for yourself physically, um, emotionally and, uh, time boundaries. That's my favorite one is having time boundaries for certain things. And I'll give you a very clear example. And I do talk about this in the episode, but my time on social media I had to set a boundary for myself because what it was doing without the boundary was, and without even realizing, I had no idea how much I was on social media and therefore it took away more of my time. And I could have been using that time to do other things. And in all reality, I wasn't doing anything on social media that was providing any sort of, uh, you know, benefit to me outside of just mindless scrolling, to be honest. And so that was a time boundary I had to set for myself and I had to do certain things in order to place those boundaries in place for myself. So I think it's important to realize that boundaries are not just for other people in your life. They're also for yourself. And you have to really be intentional about what boundaries you do set and then also putting systems in place or putting reminders or having accountability to yourself because at the end of the day, when you set your own boundary, right? You're, you're the one that's responsible for you. Like most people aren't going to tell you, Hey, you shouldn't be on social media so much today. That's a choice you have to be intentional about making. And so, right. I love that. Yeah. And and I'm sure that's like one area that I'm sure I'm like certain this is an area of life for probably everyone listening right now is like, you know, what are but what boundaries you have to like social media, or maybe it's for your binging on Netflix, or yeah. maybe it's you know the amount of time that you're um, that you're spending giving energy to something that is not growing you and expanding you. Like how much time are you spending with people that are not fueling you? I mean, there's I love that you said that because sometimes it's not just about like setting boundaries with people, but like how may you be the toxic person in your own relation, your own relationship with yourself. Yes. So, Emotional like, boundaries are huge too. How you right. react and how you allow yourself to do right. that. What, I love that. I love that. And then there's the getting uncomfortable and I'm sure they're, there's like so much more episodes in there. And I just, I love, again, I just want to like, you know, lift you up here and just tell you, I'm just super like excited for what you're doing. I think you're an amazing um, 
human being. And I'm super excited to collaborate with you and just really highlight what you have going on. Do you have any, like, you know, as we wrap this up, any final like tips or success tips or lifestyle tips, anything that you want to give to the listeners today on, um, you know, any, any, anything that you will have a mission to teach on, like, what would you say is your, you know, top, three tips. It doesn't have to be three. It could be anything. It could be one. <laughs> I know I yeah. kind of put you on the spot, but like, what is I one know. thing? That- <laughs> I was like, oh, oof, I wasn't prepared for this one. No, it's okay. Um, I would probably say, and I did a, I'll leave with this. Um, I did do an episode on this and this was kind of, I think the pivotal moment that mentally I realized I need to make a change and I'm responsible for it was I had a coach that she had, I think this was, um, she had like a free, free seminar thing or something. And I was watching it. And when she said this, I was like, it was just one of those, like, you know, mind blowing moments that you're like, Oh, she said, I want you to repeat after me. And I want you to say out loud, I take radical responsibility for my results. And I did do an episode on this. It's really, it's a really quick one, but that changed everything because At that moment, I said that out loud and I also really thought about it. And I said, you know what? Like I am in charge of how I do life and the things that I can control, right? Not, and I'm not talking like control freak here. I'm talking like just, just the daily things, whether it's, you know, chores and responsibilities at home, my relationships, the way that I show up as a mom, the way that I show up as a businesswoman, all the areas, right? I'm in charge of that. And I have to take responsibility for it. And once I decided to take responsibility for that, that's when things started to shift. That's when things started to change in my life. And I stopped allowing, I guess this is my second piece is I stopped allowing, you know, we all have this um, personality type air quotes, right? Or we all have certain things that, you know, maybe we're introvert, maybe we're an extrovert, maybe we're both. I don't know, right? Everybody is so uniquely and wonderfully made a specific way with certain traits, qualities, and strengths and weaknesses. And for so long, I think I lived in a way to where I knew a lot about my personality because of different studies that I had done um, in my younger years and just through life and learning and, you know, all the resources we have for that kind of stuff. And what happened was instead of using and refining my strengths, I actually suppressed them because I was scared of what other people would think. And then I also would use it as excuses for maybe my behavior because, well, I'm an extrovert and this is just, I'm loud and obnoxious, or maybe I just say what I think because that's how my brain works versus taking that and saying, you know what, I'm not as strong in this area and I should be a little bit more aware of how I communicate, how it can affect others and the words that come out of my mouth. And so I'm going to train myself and work on that because that's an area I'm not as strong in. So basically in short, you know, don't allow your identity and the things that are things about you to be the excuse, use that as fuel to grow and expand and be better in those areas that you are strong, but also the areas that you're weak and Mm -hmm. Don't allow that to be the excuse. So take responsibility for the things in your life and then don't allow, you know, your identity or whatever it is you believe to be about yourself. Don't allow that to hold you back. Use that to fuel and to launch you forward into bigger and better things so that you can walk out all the things that God's called you for. I love that. I love that. And it's about like really perfecting 
the aspects of you that are natural to you. So, you know, mm-hmm. like some of us may not like certain aspects of our personality or why we uh, tend to do certain things or react, but like maybe that has something to do with who you are, but how can we perfect that? And how we, we can like mold that into being more powerful, I guess, than in than disempowering. So I love that, yeah. you know, like one of the things that I'm really present to, and it usually doesn't happen until the next day. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have behaved that way. Or I came, you know, showed up a little bit, not so, I didn't show up how I wanted to show up, you know? And cause I, I have, I'm, you know, I have a lot of personality traits that are very unique, I guess you could say. Um, you <laughs> Don't know, we all? <laughs> cultural culturally as well like you know I I am an extrovert super extrovert if it was like scale of one to ten I'm definitely like a 20 um but (laughs) (laughs) and I'm loud and most of the time people think I'm like yelling or mad and I'm like I'm not yelling I promise I'm not it's just that I'm really excited and now and I'm Latin and I'm also Asian and Asian people are really loud too and so it's like but um but I have a lot of passion and so like that passion comes out sometimes as like, whoa, like you're scary, you know? Um, so it, one of my things that I'm working through is like, how do I take that passion and, you know, work with that in a, in a manner that can be delivered, not so harsh, you know? And, yeah. um, and I'm very like, I'm one of those people that like, I stand up for people and for the, for things that I really am passionate about. And so I don't, it's hard for me to stay quiet on topics that I have very big, you know, opinions on. Yeah. Yeah. Feelings about. And so I tend to be that person that just can't let it go when it's brought up, you know? And so it can come out as like, you know, conflict. And I'm like, I don't want it to be conflict. Like I want to actually, you know, inspire someone. Yeah, Yeah. And help and like have them think about things that, that maybe they have not thought about you know and um but then it always doesn't turn out so great and then and then I get you know loud and obnoxious and I you know and then the next day I'm like that conversation didn't go so well with that person you know it's like well you know yeah no I and it's funny because I actually it's so hilarious I I think I can relate on that level so much because I'm 100% an extrovert um you know there are a lot of things about me, my husband tells me all the time. He's like, "Are you, why are you yelling?" I'm like, "I'm not yelling. I'm just excited. Like this is just me, you know." And <laughs> yeah. I have I'm married to a complete introvert, by the way. Like we are. So am I. Oh my gosh, we are almost polar opposites. It's it's incredible. Um, yeah. And that's something that I had to you know refine. Is like okay. They're not in all settings. I cannot just be loud just because that's who I am. And I want to be blah, blah, blah. Like there are ways to be tactful about how you communicate. And for also a long time, like, because I was like, I'm so loud, I'm going to be too much for people. I also suppressed that. And I like held back from being who I was. And that's a problem too. So now what was happening was, and I, I realized this, especially at my job, is I became a little bit more um, reserved and quiet and it just wasn't, I didn't feel like myself. And part mm-hmm. of it was just because, you know, I'm somebody who I like to talk to people. I enjoy conversation. I enjoy the, you know, the energy of, uh, you know, groups of people engaging in activities. I love group activities, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I love teamwork and all that thing because I'm a people person. And what was happening was, you know, I was keeping myself from, being my true self, because I was worried, like 
this is going to be too much. So there's that balance, right? There's that balance that we want to seek out and we want to make sure that, you know, the results, like I said, we take responsibility for the results that we create in life. And that's more technical as far as like, you know, um, maybe if you compare that to like chores or something, right? So you get to use your time wisely and take responsibility for that, right? But then there are things about us that naturally just who we are. And it's just a matter of finding that balance and saying, you know what, this is how God created me. I'm wonderfully and beautifully made but that doesn't mean I'm going to use that as, well, I just get to be loud and obnoxious and be offensive to everybody because I'm loud and I'm excited. You find that balance. And I think that's what we always work towards. And it's never perfect, but if we're more aware of it and we're working towards that, you know, daily, then we're just going to become better communicators. And we're going to be that person that people want to come to, even if they're an introvert, extrovert, both, I don't know. You know, so many people now, the better you refine your traits and your strengths and even your weaknesses, now more people are going to want to come to you and seek out, you know, a listening ear or advice or whatever it is that you can offer and help impact their life. Because now you've created that balance within yourself so that you can deliver to others in a, I don't know, more comfortable way, maybe is the right word or a way yeah, that they can yes. receive, a way that they can receive it better. I love that. Yeah. I think that's exactly where I'm at. I actually was just listening to, um, an audible today. And one of the things he said is how do you want to make people feel, you know, at the end of the day, like, how does, how do you want people to remember you how to feel about you? So if I am passionate and I am wanting to help or whatever, like, am I leaving a conversation where someone was moved in a way that they may want to look further into that or like, oh, she brought up some good points or whatever. Obviously we cannot always be in agreement 100% with everybody that we talk to. Yeah. They have their own beliefs and opinions, but it's at the end of the day, what may, how may we be able to impart some type of positive feeling into their lives versus um, like leaving it, you know, that harshness that sometimes people can feel. Um, yeah. And I think like some people are really good at that. You know, have you ever had like a conversation with someone that you didn't agree with, but they like, they were very like, you know, I don't know, pleasant to still talk to you about it. You're like, oh, oh yeah, that's actually very interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I like, always, we're, you know, I think the best place to be is like when you peacefully can be like, I'm going to agree to disagree, but we're good, you know? Yes. Yeah. You know, it's so yeah. funny. I remember, I always think back about, and this is more like job related, but I was getting basically, um, I don't want to say lectured, uh, maybe coached by my yeah. boss because I, so I was late to an event. I was, I used to be, I used to work for a radio station for a short period of time and I did uh, events. So I would go pick up the van. I would drive, set the tent up, do all the things. Anyway, something happened. I got the schedule confused and I was really late. So let's just say he had showed up, my boss set it up, got everything ready. I met him there, let him go home. And afterwards, when I came back to the radio station, it was the, what he said to me was correcting my behavior because I was not being responsible for something that I was responsible for, which was showing up on time to a job. But what he did was he did it in such a tactful way that I remember going, walking away from that conversation. And I'm like, I just got yelled at basically in a very nice way then corrected, but I feel so good about it. 
you know, and I want to be better now because I'm like, I will remember this for the rest of my life. And mind you, this was like seven years ago, eight, nine. I don't even know. It's been a long time. And I still remember this conversation because of how tactful he was about it. And that right there is just leadership skills, 100%. But I remember, like you said, it's how do, how are you making people feel in the way that you're delivering whatever a message is? And what he was saying was very important and was kind of, you know, affects my job and whatever, and my responsibilities, but he did it in such a way that I walked away feeling good about it versus feeling beat down. So now going forward, I actually wanted to be better, work harder, be more responsible and make sure that that didn't happen again because of how he went about it. And yes, and that's, the, that's the goal. And I know we just got off tangent there, but I just love everything that you're saying. And I could expand on so much of what you've shared. And, um, and I know that a lot of people can relate to just so much of this, their personalities or their traits or learning how to, you know, expand and grow on their, their strengths and then not be, not get so caught up in what they're not good at. And so all of that, this whole thing is basically just creating balance the beautiful shift podcast. I'm super excited to have people listen in. I just want to thank you so much, Sarah, again, for being a guest on the podcast, sharing some, um, you know, positive message, life tools, principles, and for, again, being the source of transformation in people's lives. Um, Let's end with what you are currently grateful for, since this is the Fueled by Gratitude podcast. What are you currently grateful for? Oh my goodness. I could give you a list for days. Um, yeah. Let's make like one or two things. I know. Right yeah. I was like, we're not going to give you the list. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you know, I try to wake up every day and, you know, I'm thankful for, I, I'm a big advocate for the little things. So like I wake up and I am just grateful for life. I'm grateful for breathing. I'm grateful for fresh air. I'm grateful for my home. You know, these are the things that I, are there deeper things I'm grateful for? Absolutely. Are there bigger things? Sure. But I literally wake up every day and I'm like, you know what? I am so thankful for this home. I'm thankful for for clean water. Those are like the things that I just go to every single day because they're the little things that we usually take for granted. And I think that people forget about because we're so used to, we have clean water and access to electricity and we have access to healthcare and all these things, but it comes down to sometimes it's the small things and the little things that we forget in our daily lives that we need yeah. to make sure that we kind of pull to back to the forefront because it all starts there, you know, finding the yeah. small things to be grateful for. I and love those, that. Yeah. Every day for me. Yay. I love that. Well, okay. So how can, I will also have your links, everything in the show notes, details of this podcast, but currently right now, what are you available for, for people? How can people work with you and connect with you? So you can find me on IG. That's kind of, um, I haven't really, so the podcast I actually just started last month. So it's been something that's been stirring on my heart, but we had some stuff go on and all in God's timing, right? So I officially launched last month. So I would love one, if you jump on Apple podcasts to leave me a review, just because obviously I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear what you think, what you love and what you want to come out of this podcast as well. And I want to make sure that I'm serving, you know, the listeners. And then also um, you can find me on IG. It's balanced life with love, just spelled out balanced life with love. That's just what my focus is. I believe in loving people and finding balance is, you know, the key and that can look, you know, so different for everybody, but um, and then if you want to email me, I do do one-on-one coaching 
Um, I only take a few slots at a time just because, you know, I only do it when my son is in school. And right now I have a three-year-old, so he's only there a couple hours a day. (laughs) So I do offer one-on-one coaching. And that's something that we dig into is just working on, you know, the mindset piece, the habits and systems. We actually create very systematic plans of how we're going to start, you know, putting habits in place in your life and how to create those systems so that you can find more time. Cause you know, at the end of the day, I think a lot of times as a new mom, it's things become upside down and it breaks down to like, well, I don't have time to do anything because my house is always a mess, you know? And honestly, that was like the biggest game changer for me. It was like, once I got that under control and got all those habits and systems in place, now I have all this time to do all the things that I want to do. And I can add more to my plate slowly while still being present mother, an entrepreneur, going to work five days a week, being a good wife, you know, having girls nights, having friends, doing all the things like, is it perfect? No, but that's what I do. Um, one-on-one coaching with, we work on that confidence piece, pretty much just that general stuff to kind of get you going so that you can walk out confidently in your life every single day. Um, so yeah, you can email me with that and we'll put that in the link, uh, show notes below, but, uh, shift with purpose at gmail.com. I love it. Awesome. All right, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. And I can't wait to keep collaborating with you and connect with you and just share all of the amazing things you're doing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fueled by Gratitude. It is my honor and pleasure to give you a weekly dose of some positivity, uplifting words, and some mindset and lifestyle principles that you can use to transform into your best version. If you loved what you heard today, please share this episode with your friends and make sure to check out my woman mindset group called Mad Women. Link in the comments in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time on another episode.